The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everyone, and thanks for following along with us this morning. On this week's show, we're going to have for you a pretty good one, I think. First of all, we got Rich uh, Belairs, who's the chairman of the Woodstock Groundhog Day, and he's also going to be our interpreter, translator for Woodstock Willie, the groundhog. That's right, I met the groundhog on the 2nd of February up in Woodstock. It was cold. Uh, then after him, Tim Mondel's coming on the program We're from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, and he's going to talk to us about all the fun programs going on in the month of February. Then rounding out the show, we've got Phil Piscitello from Borderline Guide Service, who will be on because he is on one hot program of pulling in big bass or northern pike through the ice in a number of lakes in Lake and uh, McHenry County. Oh, man, I can't wait for this one. Also, if you need the registration form for the Braidwood Station Fish for a Cure Bass Tournament on April 30th, just send me an email to Chauncey's with an S, Outdoors with an S. That's Chauncey's Outdoors at AOL.com, and we'll send you out all the forms. Okay, don't miss that one. Uh, we will then have in our last segment of the report of the show, we will have the Aiden Fishing Report and other outdoor information. So we've got a fully packed show in a blustery, wintry weekend going on here in the upper Midwest. Don't go away. We'll be right back. But first, let's hear from the chairman of the Woodstock Groundhog Day Committee, Rich Belairs. Hey, everybody. We're on the road for this report. You are not going to believe where we're at. We are at the one person who, oh, I shouldn't say person, one critter, <laughs> but we're with Rick Belairs, who's the chairman of the Woodstock Groundhog Day. Hi, buddy. Hello. Happy Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day. Now, my friend, this is the most popular and infamous weatherman or girl, not sure what the groundhog is, in, in, the war, in Illinois. Certainly made more popular by the Harold Ramis, Bill Murray movie that was filmed right here in Woodstock 30 years ago. It was filmed in 1992, so this year we are celebrating the 30th anniversary of the making of the movie Groundhog Day. And you are doing a ton of stuff for the movie, aren't you? 
We are. We we actually started our festivities on Friday with the dinner dance at the Woodstock Moose Lodge. That's one of the places that was featured in the movie. The place where Bill Murray's playing the piano and the bachelor auction were filmed at the Woodstock Moose. We try and incorporate lots of the places around town featured in the movie. There's the um, drink to world peace scene that's at the public house and where Bill Murray does the suicide jump out of the bell tower of the opera house. I mean, most 90% of the movie was filmed within a couple blocks right here around the square. That's so cool. But let, now we, let's talk about, it's Woodstock Willie, isn't it? Woodstock Willie, correct. <laughs> let's talk about Woodstock Willie. Obviously, he didn't see a shadow today. No shadow, so spring is right around the corner. I'm ready for it. <laughs> After driving through all the snow and everything else to come here, I'm ready for it. This is exciting. And I mean, a lot of people, uh, the groundhog is, is I mean, there's a line for a picture with the groundhog. I even got a photo with the groundhog. But I mean, it, this is such a cool item to do for community. It's turned out to be a great event. 30 years ago when they came to make the movie, who would have guessed that, that years later we'd be celebrating? Who would have thought that he, people would even remember the movie? But, you know, yes, people come out in, in big crowds for our ground. Hog Day festivities, and it's a lot of fun. The the restaurants open up early, the shops open up early, selling Groundhog Day paraphernalia. Woodstock is a, a great little town, and we're happy to celebrate it. So does Woodstock Willie have an opinion of all of this? <laughs> Woodstock Willie is not a big fan of the crowds. He comes out reluctantly every year. <laughs> I don't want to get out there. Look at all those people. Leave me alone. I was happy in my cave, you know. Oh, my gosh. Well, Rick, I want to thank you and everybody in Woodstock that's doing so much to, to promote this area, but more important, to have fun with Groundhog Day. Chauncey, thanks very much for coming and taking uh, this as part of the, the outdoor fun that you present. Thank you so much. And he's a fan of the show, including Woodstock Willie. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Chauncey here calling all fishermen. On Saturday, April 30th, the Braidwood Station will host the 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament with a guaranteed purse of $10,000. Since 2002, we have raised over $700,000 for charity, and I will be the master of ceremony that day. And we know that fishermen have big hearts to help others, and there's no better way to do it than the fish, the Braidwood Station 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament. To get your registration form, go to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook or email me at Chauncey's with an S, outdoors with an S, at AOL.com, and we'll email it right back to you. Waterworks is ready to get you on the water this spring with a 2022 Lund or low boat powered by a Mercury outboard. But they also have fun certified used boats that are in great shape. Need to repower? Try a new fuel-efficient Mercury outboard and your boat will feel like it's brand new. Waterworks has everything for your boating fun. You can order and have it shipped to you from parts, accessories, oil, or a new Mercury outboard. Waterworks has everything you need to be ready to go. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting, all in one spot at Ren Lake. 
and it's one of my favorite places to go. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Hey, pheasant hunters, the Region Ringnecks chapter of Pheasant Forever is having their first annual banquet, so let's come out and support a new chapter of Pheasants Forever. Saturday, February 19th, Old Town Banquet Center at 711 Calumet Avenue in Valparaiso, Indiana. Doors open at 430 with dinner and a great auction to follow. Call Levi Omen, the chapter president, at 219-286-4007 for tickets and more information. Let's see you out there. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Lazy yellow moon coming up to tonight, shining through the trees. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And what? Look at the calendar. It's the first Saturday of the month. What does that mean? That means our friend, Mr. Tim Mondel, is coming on the show. da 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 I think that's what they used to play for the entertainment on Bozo Circus. I'm not sure. <laughs> Those are back in the days, eh? Oh, God. I would watch the reruns as a kid, but um, but I didn't see from the beginning. My parents loved that show, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, sometimes we'll talk about I, I have a, a, a long relationship with Bozo Circus. We'll talk about it. Sounds good. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Tim is from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, and or the Cook County Forest Preserves, whatever, which one you want to go by. Uh, Either one. Yeah. But the thing is, Tim comes on every month to talk about the different programs that are going on. And since this is the month of February, which means, just, you know, Chris, uh, Christmas, but winter is slowly going away quickly. Uh, February is also the month of love in the Forest Preserve, isn't it? Sorry, I can't. I have to laugh at that. (laughs) 
It is. It is the month of love among sellers. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, you know, to, in, to that note, the Forest Reserve acknowledges that and actually jumps on board with that. We, uh, we have Valentine's Day themed hikes and events going on kind of in the mid part of the month. So uh, keep an eye out there. I think they offer a, a Sweetheart's Night hike at River Trail Nature Center. They've actually been doing that for years. Mm. Um, if I remember correctly, it's always a popular one. Kind of like trail systems lit up with votive candles and evening going out there. So really? very romantic. Yeah. Oh my God. I was just kind of pulling your chain on that one. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, hopefully listeners have learned through what have been on, on with you for about three years now, maybe mm-hmm. four. I can't remember. Yeah. But the Forest Reserves, as it comes to events and programs, we really try to offer a variety of, of ways to connect people to nature. And cultural themes is really a good way to go about with that, not just because it's important to learn from that end of it, but also because, you know, it, it holds close to your heart. You know, it's, it's a really big deal. And I guess they did the heart thing, pun intended, for Valentine's Day. But yeah. nevertheless, yeah. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so we also do a few other things, too, with that. So uh, this gives me a quick moment to talk about what our department's been doing and how these events and programs, like I just mentioned, um, come about. So there's this idea about racial equality, diversity, and inclusion, about trying to understand it from a different lens, right, and looking, looking at it from a bigger picture. Um, and in doing so, this department specifically tries to focus on culturally-themed Events and so it's February. February is known for Black History Month. Um, so we offer in different locations throughout the preserves different opportunities be- to learn a little bit more about Black History Month and how it not only influences but affects the forest reserves, its users, and local communities. Um, so we've got something going on now, Tanti. I think you've been on a couple of these before, but the Underground Railroad Walks down at Sandridge Nature Center. Yes, yes. Um, those always take place at the end of the month. Um, it's a big deal, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's that area itself is so um, culturally significant for the Underground Railroad. Um, some of the streets, some of the paths, some of the local municipal um, roadways, all those things are. Um, so if you haven't been down there, go down there. I would advise you to please check it out. Um, it's a registration-based program. There's different times, so contact the Sandridge Nature Center because it's really uh, an experience I would like to say everybody should try to partake in. And the interesting um, thing is you you learn about something that you may have heard about. Everybody's heard about the underground railway system and all that stuff. But to actually have someone be more detailed and explain it, and you see the hardships that, you know, these people have gone through. I mean, and, and it's literally, when you look at that, you start realizing, you know, hey, this isn't the first time that we had, you know, okay, the, the, the slaves that were coming out of the South wanting to get to the free North, but just you, you think about in relationship to, you know, Eastern Europe with, you know, World War II and these people literally running away from, you know, the, the the Nazis and stuff, and you know they're living in the 
the countryside and they're trying to get to a, a place to, so someone could help them get to the next place where they can get to the next place. And I mean, and it's just, and this was happening in our backyard, not in Europe. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And there, there, there is so much relevance to, to what different cultural groups really have endured. And, and, you know, Yes, I'm just going to leave it like that because, yes, yeah. 100% agree, Chance, and I think that that's one of the many reasons why the Forest Reserve tries to at least look at it this way, yeah. right, and tries to bring to attention and bring to light everything because it's everything is all-encompassing. So. Mm-hmm. I've talked too much on it. I'm okay. going to leave it alone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so you'll see that one. Look for March. You know, that's Women in Conservation. April is, um, I think there's some, some relevances with the Asian American Pacific Islanders. Um, and they're just, uh, I'm using Chauncey's word, a plethora of different <laughs> events going on. That, so. um, I always have to go back to, sorry, go ahead. I have to give, say. it's not my word, it's from Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, I always hear it, and I still think of Free Amigos. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I think they're the same one, aren't they? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you mentioned February. Obviously, it's a great time. Look at the amount of snow we're having. It's good time. Really, really good time to get out the preserve. Mm-hmm. Um, snowshoeing and, and sledding and, and cross-country skiing. Um, we've, held, we've held off. We did through the month of January, and it's still for another two weeks in the month of February on indoor programs. You can still go to nature centers and get inside with masks and all the relevant mandates. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because of that recent surge, we're trying to hold off and make sure that everybody's healthy and safe and has a wonderful experience. The last thing we want is people to walk away from the reserves kind of shaking their head or, you know, having that negative taste in their mouth. So um, go to the website like you always do and keep an eye on that. Something gets canceled, we post it first and foremost there and then elsewhere. So, um but we do have large events still outside, um, a little bit safer for us in that regard. So um, today at 10 a.m., they're going to have the Bobine Woods Community Day. It's been a big site, a big surge in um, not only attendance from local communities, but also just a number of programs and activities and partners. There's a ton of restoration being done down there. The canoe launches, getting, some, getting a facelift. So keep an eye out there, and if you have a chance to go out and check it out, I always encourage you just to, just to go in that region and, and see what's going on, all the new updates that are taking place. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, next week, we have a scavenger hunt. My team, the North team, started this North Branch scavenger hunt series. Mm-hmm. Kind of, again, we talk about trying to draw people out a little bit more, something different, something new, something fresh. So uh, we've got that going on. We're going to do exploration day in a couple of weeks, and then... Um, some woodworking things while we have something to sit back by a cozy fire. So get those going on. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's hard, right? Wintertime, you want to create something that you want the folks to come out and explore and enjoy the wintertime, right? We live in the Midwest, which happened. Um, but we also want to make sure that we offer you something that, that, you're really going to have a great experience at. So when you are out there sledding, you know, maybe there'll be a team out there putting on a fire and they do some snow building. Um, my team really loved to build snow forts 
even at the ripe age of 40 that I am, I still like to do film for it. So I think that uh, there's a lot of us out there. We try to encourage folks, again, to, to draw them a different means. Um, do you get, still have the smaller scale. Go ahead, John. Do you, do you get into uh, snowball fights with the, the kids? <laughs> I do, I do. My son Otis is three now, and he uh, he's certainly now understood how to form it mm-hmm. and, and get us, so that's really good. Um, meanwhile, my, my two-year-old, God love her, she tries, but she just... Her, her short little legs, because she's two, getting through the snow, it's not a match made in heaven, to say the yeah. least. So, she's, uh, a, she's a chihuahua trying to walk through a snowstorm, you know? Exactly. <laughs> she's just lost. She doesn't know what to do, but she laughs, and that's fun. Um, that's cool. And I, again, that's kind of what we want. A lot of these are family-based, but then we have all those smaller-scale things that are more um, adult or individual-based, too. Uh, trying to draw all walks of life out to the preserve. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just usually how it goes. And, you know, because we live in the upper Midwest here, you know, you never know. Like, yes, we got a lot of snow this last few days, and, you know, this weekend it's supposed to just have stopped. But, you know, there's so... you If there, we don't have the snow and things have melted, you start seeing the the plants start blooming and, you know, certain wildflowers and, you know, crocuses and stuff like that. They're coming up, and you're like, wait a minute. We got another year starting here. You know, it's it's just a cool thing to see in the forest preserves, and uh, before you know it, they're blooming, and we're enjoying the beauty of the, the outdoors again. I mean, it's this is the month of big change in my books. That it it could be a big change, and that's why, you know, it's it's the love of the outdoors and the love of the woods and the love of the forest preserves that makes the month of February such a special time to be out in the great outdoors. I am. So happy I get to jump on here once a month because the way that you wordsmith all this, like you are an amazing ambassador for the Forest Preserves, and I knew that before, but oh, thank it's you. always you always catch me every time. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And like I says, you know, if there's snow, let's play in the snow. If there's mud, put the go lashes on the kid and let him run through the puddles. You know, <laughs> we have we have a, an event literally called. Celebrate International Mud Day. Apparently, it's a thing, International Mud Day. But that's exactly where we're at. Come on out. We'll just build things with mud. Roll around in it. Don't tell your parents I told you to do that, but do that. Like, <laughs> go have fun and embrace every single part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you get some by Mud Wasp, like my brother did back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, that's just an experience. Yeah. Enjoy it later on in life. Not not at that exact moment, but, you know, there is. That's exactly it. And and I know, again, because my wife even said, you know, I love seeing snow. I love having it. But then I want it to go away because I want spring. I want to see those ephemerals, as you were alluding to earlier, Mm -hmm. and and, and all the other things. Um, But, yeah, I mean, really, think about it. This is the only time we've gotten snow so far, maybe one other time. Mm -hmm. This is embrace it. Have fun. Do everything that you should do it. We live here. That's right. That's exactly it. Well, Mr. Mondel, thank you for coming on the program this morning and enjoying some time with us and and telling people how they can get out in the month of February and enjoy the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. No, it's really my pleasure. I love reminding folks about what we've got going on. And and, and pay attention, like I said, to to the website because that's really your best source for anything new, interesting, updated, even if it's renovations to your local preserves and picnic shelters. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, we'll talk next month, my friend. All right, take care. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Deer Hunters! Hey! How are you guys doing? You're listening to Shan Rap, and this one's going out to everyone who's heading up to the North Wisconsin woods to do a little deer hunt this year. And here Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Finally here, take the fellas up north and stay in the shack. A week without the wife won't want to come back. Gotta wake up early on opening day. But first I better finish off a case I see. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And uh, I know you're probably still digging out and stuff like that. But oh, the phone is ringing. Who's on the phone? Oh my goodness gracious, it's one of our pro staffers, Mr. Phil Pisatello. How you doing, Phil? 
Good. Good morning, Chance. Doing well. How are you doing today? Buddy, I, I people, I got some emails. I got some, uh, I think I even got a phone message from somebody. They said that, uh, now, Phil is, you know, during the open water season, has a great guide service. Okay, everybody? I mean, it's just it's borderline fishing guide service. It's everything that's on there is you're doing it on the, the Wisconsin-Illinois border. Right? Yep, yep. We fish uh, northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin waters, and all the surrounding lakes, Geneva, Delvin, Fox Chain. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why it's called, obviously, Borderline Fishing Guide Service. But in the winter, he just has fun fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, first of all, we have to talk about what you did last weekend. I mean, you took some of your buddies out, and you were out fishing in, you know, McHenry County, you know, a number of the different lakes. But, you know, when someone tells me that they pulled a three-pound largemouth through the ice, you got my attention, my friend. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> yep, that's something we like to do. Uh, I know we do a lot of the pan fishing through the ice and everything, and uh, we also, me and my friends, like to do a lot of tip-up fishing. And the cool thing about that is you can jig for panfish and have your tip-up set and fish for panfish and game fish at the same time. And it's really a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I know. And, and we're going to talk about some of the techniques and stuff that you use. But my question to you is, when, when I, maybe not you because you talk to the lake and the lake talks to you and the fish talk to you, so, you know, you know where they're going. But, you know, when I walk up to a lake, I look at the lake and I watch what the water's doing. I watch the birds. I watch the great blue herons. I watch everybody. I watch the little minnows jumping out of the lake because that means somebody's chasing them. And, but when you've got hard water... Where you can't see any of this, Phil, how the heck do you find the fish? <laughs> <laughs> well, the ice goes through seasons, just like the open water seasons. We have our first and early ice, we have our mid-ice season, and we have our late ice and ice-out seasons. And the fish will move through different, uh, different areas through different times of the year. Now, But lately, the last couple of years, we've had mild winters, so when first ice and uh, happens usually the fish are shallow. They're feeding pretty heavily, and uh, there's a lot of oxygen still. And in a normal winter, we have a lot of snow and cold. Uh, there's a lot of oxygen depletion in the shallows because the weeds die off because there's thick ice and snow on top of it. And then the fish have to be forced out and move deeper. But uh, lately, the last couple of years, I mean, we've had pretty mild winters. We've been pretty lucky, so the fish have been staying shallow um, all year round. So um, basically what we do, you just get out your contour map and you, you fish the bars and the bays and stuff like you would in the open water season. Um, if, you, if I get onto a main lake point or a bar or something, get up on a weed flat and we'll punch holes and put, uh, we'll set uh, tip-ups and we'll jig over the deep uh, the weed flats mm -hmm. on the shallows and then we'll set up some stuff along the drop-offs, the points and on the drop-offs too on the edges. And um, a lot of our fish are, are staying in the shallow water because it's got good weeds and they're green weeds still throughout the winter and it's good oxygen, so they're staying shallow, so we're finding them in the weeds. Then, like our pike and stuff, we're catching pike and bass. We usually put tip-ups and stuff on the deep weed lines are great places to set your tip-ups on points and little inside turns along your weed edges, too. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, really, you're using your maps of the lake more than you are what... You did in open water time, right? Exactly. And, and if you fish um, all the way into the fall, close to ice up, where you've been doing your fall fishing, the fish will usually be in those same spots when you start early ice. And what I have, I have 
you know, back in the day we used to have the portable GPS uh, units. We used to walk on the ice with that. But now you can get that on your phone. I just uh, downloaded the Navionics app, and you can get a contour map on your phone. You can, <laughs> you can put a hand, a handhold GPS on your phone. You can walk out there. You can get right on the points, right on the key areas, mm-hmm. and you're pretty close. And then it'll give you a good place to start, and you and drill your holes. <laughs> and and I've, the reason I'm giggling in the background, everyone, is because uh, Phil is right. You know, you've got to. You, you're not carrying all this gear. You got a, a phone, and the phone's going to help you find your points and stuff like that. And uh, when I used to do live remotes the old way, I had a half a vehicle full of electronic gear to do a remote. Now <laughs> I do it with a little mixer and my cell phone and a microphone. I mean, like, it's, wait a minute, something's not right here. <laughs> That's why I was giggling when you were talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, Phil, I understand completely. Yeah, technology really is something these, these days. I mean, really, you got to take out a lot less than you can do a lot more. Mm-hmm. And then basically once I get close in the ballpark of where I want to fish, uh, one guy drill the holes, another guy follow with electronics. Just to get on, so you want to be on that weed line and stuff, I'll follow your weed line in. I'll set tip-ups mm-hmm. along the weed line in different Areas I'll put one up on the weed flat and then a couple out deeper in the, some key areas, and then that'll be usually if you get on a weed line, it's a good place. Or the fish are always traveling the weed line; it's a good place to intercept fish. And then if they start feeding, them could move up shallower, especially during uh, like um, low pressure systems when un- oncoming fronts coming or mm. something, they can go shallower. And then you always set a couple out deeper for the ones that suspend mm. in the basin too. Now, do you hold true to the statement, uh, Phil, and that? If the weeds that you're dropping your bait into, whether you're jigging or setting up a tip-up, et cetera, when you, you pull it up and you find weeds on it, if the weeds are brown, you move. Because brown yeah. weeds mean the weeds are dying, which are taking away the oxygen. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. If you, if you find green weeds, that's a plus because they've still got oxygen in there and the fish are going to be in those weeds throughout the winter as long as they stay green. That is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Now... Okay, we, we have to talk about three-pound-plus largemouth bass. <laughs> First of all, I've never in my, I mean, I'm being very honest, I've never seen a three-pound bass come through the ice. They're either all smarter than me or, <laughs> you know, the, the, I'm just a, a, you know, a bad ice fisherman. But, I mean, what, how do you set up for something that size? Well, obviously, you have to pick lakes that have a good good population of those bigger bass like that. And mm-hmm. there's a couple of lakes we fish in, like in McHenry County there. You know, shallower lakes that have a good weed growth in them, and they just have a good habitat to, you know, have a you know, three- to five-pound largemouth in them pretty good. And there's a lot of lakes in, uh, lake in uh, McHenry County that you can find that in. So you got to find the right lake first, first of all. Okay. And like I said, once you get on these lakes, then you get out there. And we fish those on tip-ups. We use... Uh, I will drill a holes, eight inch hole, and use a tip up. And on my tip up line, I put like a thirty pound braided line because you're you're doing it hand over hand, so it's going through your hand the line. So you want a soft deck run. I use a regular deck run line. Don't use braid because braid will cut your hands. Mm-hmm. Use regular deck run, soft because it's easy to hand over hand. Mm-hmm. And then what I do at the uh, business end, I'll tie a swivel on there. Now I'll put a length of fluorocarbon line and a small treble hook, and I'll tie that myself. And, Put it on. Depending on the size treble hook is depending on the size bait I'm using for the mm-hmm. size fish that I'm targeting. Now, w- when you're going for pike, bass, you know, uh, larger fish uh, with a tip up, 
you know, you can hook them, I guess, several ways. Uh, and you should always have multiple little stinger hooks in your, you know, little treble hooks in your, you know, bait because you want to make sure you don't miss them. But what I was going to is you could, some people will dead stick hook a bait, which means the nose is basically, on the. you take your dead minnow, a pretty big one, and you hook it where it's pointing straight down. So you kind of like you're hooked by the tail and the bait's pointing straight down. Or you can hook it like it's alive and swimming, you know, so it's horizontal, not vertical. Uh, I should say vertical, not horizontal. And, um, I mean, do you have a preference when you do that or no? Well, yeah, you would think that the horizontal um, presentation would be uh, the the one to go to because that's how the fish looks naturally in the water column. Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, just hanging hanging them vertical sometimes is just as good or if not better than doing it horizontal. And I couldn't tell you the reason why that is. I just know that it does happen that way, so I set it both ways, oh. just so I have them both covered. And if I see one works better than the other one, then I'll put them all in that general way. Cool. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I was always wanted to ask somebody that question, you know, because I know a lot of people like, you know, setting them in the, the horizontal way. Uh, and then horizontal for y'all folks, that means it looks like the fish is swimming and, and you know. Vertical is it looks like it's hanging upside down because in late ice, when the waters are somewhat, I'm going to call it warming up, but the, you know the, the fish that died through the winter start producing a little bit of gas in their body, they start floating. And fish don't care if that bait has been swimming or is dead. They're going to eat it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Especially northern pike, too. That's it's a true thing about that. And one thing I want to mention about pike fishing, what I do on my tip-ups, I know a lot of guys use the steel leaders and the quick strike rigs that they have, the commercially bought ones. But I, I even for the pike, even if they're teeth, I'll, I just use a fluorocarbon line right to a treble hook. And I'll go to a 17-pound floral. And maybe uh, a couple times a year I'll get a bite off. But I find with that lighter floral, I'll get a lot more bites than if I use like a steel leader too. That's what I think to me is a key to success too, mm-hmm. getting more fish on the ice is using that fluorocarbon. Right. And... Well, there's many important things to remember, but I always like to tell people, go buy yourself a pair of creepers to put over your boots so you can walk on the ice and not fall on your butt. <laughs> Absolutely. I always have a pair of creepers on my mind, because uh, especially when you get, get older in age and stuff, you can't afford to fall anymore. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a good can't. thing. <laughs> our, our, we don't, a, we don't bounce as well on the ice as we used to, and B, we don't bounce back from falling on the ice like we used <laughs> to. right. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Phil. Well, this is kind of interesting. And like I said, you know, you had a heck of a weekend, uh, you know, fishing in McHenry County there with, you know, some of your friends and stuff. And like I said, I, I got to get Phil on. I got to talk to Phil because it just looks so cool, you know, especially, you know. And I almost think that somebody said that you even lost a rig because a fish took off with it and pulled it in the hole. Is that true? It does happen. I didn't lose a rig this particular week, but it, it, it could happen, absolutely, for sure. Wow. But one other thing I want to mention, too, about tip-ups, if I have a minute here, is mm-hmm. um, is uh, depth placement of the tip-up, too. So if I'm setting tip-ups above the weeds, I'll, a lot of times I'll put that middle right below the, the ice. I mean, it'll be just like a couple inches below the ice. I'll set them really up high. And then when I get out onto the weed edge, I'll put it maybe at a foot or two off the bottom, and then... Uh, 
the deeper ones I'll suspend halfway down in the water column. And then how I know where my depth is, if I want to get a bite and want to reset it, I'll they have to they sell these little micro look like little round bobbers in your for depth indicators. And what you do when you, once you set your tip up, you put that little depth indicator, you clip it right on the line, right below the spool. So when the fish runs out with it and you fight them and you play them back in, when you see that uh, strike indicator or bobber come back in, you know you're close to getting the fish up to the hole. And then you know the exact depth it was at when you had the bite before, so you can mm-hmm. reset it at the exact same depth. That's another key little point. Too. Key little point. Hey, Phil, um, once again, everybody, we're talking about Phil Pizzatello, uh, who phenomenal educator, ice fisherman, open water fisherman. Uh, you know, he has the service borderline fishing guide service, uh, which is basically Southern Wisconsin, Northern Illinois. Uh, you know, if somebody wants to get a hold of you now to set up a date to go open water fishing with you, uh, you know, who, how do you, what's the best way to get to you? Yeah, you can always call me on my cell phone. Uh, my cell phone number is 847-638-7547. Or you can shoot me an email, too. And your email address is? Marbleize66 at yahoo.com. Marbleize66 at yahoo.com. Phil, it's always fun to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy talking to you anytime. And once again, Phil, too, Phil, Phil is one of our uh, pro staffers on Chauncey's Great Outdoors and just a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Hey, listen, I'm going to let you go catch some fish, and uh, who knows, maybe if I can get a, an open uh, weekend, I, I'll, I'll crawl out on a lake that you're hiding on and deliver a pizza, okay? Sounds good, Chauncey. Looking forward to it. All right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. Hey, pheasant hunters. The Region Ringnecks chapter of Pheasant Forever is having their first annual banquet. So let's come out and support a new chapter of Pheasants Forever. Saturday, February 19th, Old Town Banquet Center at 711 Calumet Avenue in Valparaiso, Indiana. Doors open at 430 with dinner and a great auction to follow. Call Levi Omen, the chapter president, at 219 219- 286-4007 for tickets and more information. Let's see you out there. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. 
Next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan. The two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Chauncey here, calling all fishermen. On Saturday, April 30th, the Braidwood Station will host the 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament with a guaranteed purse of $10,000. Since 2002, we have raised over $700,000 for charity, and I will be the master of ceremony that day. And we know that fishermen have big hearts to help others, and there's no better way to do it than the fish, the Braidwood Station 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament. To get your registration, form, go to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook or email me at Chauncey's with an S, outdoors with an S at AOL.com and we'll email it right back to you. Listen in to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. <laughs> Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at diamondghostcharters.com. Northern Illinois Outdoor Show, January 13th through the 16th, Lake County Fairgrounds at lssportshow.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at renlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Hey, Smitty! Let's fish it! Listen. Ice is on the 
Paulo, owner-operator of Borderline Fishing Guide Service, and you're listening to Chauncey and Chauncey's Great Outdoors radio show. Well, thank you for that intro, Phil. That was really nice of you. Once again, that was Phil Piscuit. Hello, everybody. Great, great again. Good guy, good guy, good guide service. Check him out when there's open water. You're going to love going out with him. Hey, let's talk about some uh, outdoor news, right? Because I, we, we talked about ice fishing today. We talked about Woodchuck Willie. We talked about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I got to tell you, I really had fun out there in Woodstock. Thank you to everybody and uh, the fans that I had out there. I was really touched by so many people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about some outdoor news. First of all, Springfield, Illinois, the, the Historic Preservation Advocates of Illinois, wow, uh, they've selected 15 sites in the state were added to the National Register of Historic Places during the 2021 and the... Illinois Department of Natural Resources announced today that the NRHP, that's the National Register of Historic Places, recognized places that are scattered all across the state, including a 160-year-old farmstead, a tuberculosis sanitarium, and a Chicago movie theater. That was the Ramova. That was pretty cool. So you can get that full list on the Illinois Department of Natural Resources website if you want to check them all out. I, I like having historic places. We need more historic places. Because we can never, we should never forget our past. Hey, Madison, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources today announced that it's starting uh, February 1st, a fire management cruise will conduct prescribed burns on DNR properties throughout the state. This is where they go out and people get all kind of, ooh, they're burning the place down. No, they're not. They're helping the environment by burning grasses and, and invasive species plants and all kinds of stuff. And they're putting all this good nitrogen and ash back into the soil. <sighs> Burning is a good thing in a field. Let me tell you. Uh, they started at Horicon Marsh Wildlife Center, and they're going to go to many other places. <clears throat> the weather conditions are saying it's optimal conditions for the burn, which means it reduces the chance of wildfires removing uh, excess dead plant material. Prescribed burns also support, as I mentioned, a healthy ecosystem for plants, animals, and all kinds of things. The fire management crews plan to burn cattail marshes, clearing up of dead vegetation, and opening waterways for waterfowl. That's right, because uh, those cattails just choke the area. Uh, that way they can feed and nest in good areas, and they can see the raccoons coming to steal their eggs, too. Uh, but, you know, burning in the winter, the staff takes advantage of the wet, frozen conditions. And, boys, at frozen conditions right now. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, the Illinois Department of Indiana, rather, Department of Natural Resources is accepting applications for the reserved spring turkey hunts from February 14th through March 14th. Hunters can apply online at in, let's go, it's at on.in.gov slash reserve hunt. Got to write that. If you didn't get set, listen to the podcast. You'll hear it all over again. Uh, apply on the reserve hunt. You click on that and enter your, the customer ID number. The online method is really the best way to apply for them. Late entries will not be accepted. Uh, remember that. Don't be late. Uh, you must have possessed a valid hunting license for all the species they wish to hunt. Um, a valid hunt, spring turkey hunting license and game bird habitat stamp, uh, privilege they call it in Indiana, a comprehensive lifetime hunting license if you have one of them, uh, you know, a hunting and fishing combo, hunting license, all kinds of stuff like that. But make sure you have your license and all the proper information. Once again, if you uh, want to go and check this out, go to on.in.gov slash 
I N Hunt Fish. Got that out. <clears throat> well, it's time for the one and only, the Aiden Fishing Report. Da, 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 my grandson Aiden, who sends us a fishing report pretty much most of the year. Uh, this is brought to you by our friends at Waterworks Marine. It says, Papa, Dad and I and Uncle Tom, oh, the three of them went out, went to Gun Lake, and we caught some bluegills and crappie off the State Park Beach area and where they launch boats. Uh, on wax worms and small jigs, they worked the best. We also caught a few yellow perch, but they weren't big enough to keep. I was hoping they would have been. Uncle Tom took me to Gull Lake, and we caught perch and northern pike. But he took me out ice fishing at night, and that was really cool because when you're sitting out there, you can hear lots of different things. You can hear the ice uh, making noise, and we were fishing in 60 to 70 feet of water, and we caught smelt on hooks. That's right, Papa. You never said you could catch a smelt on a hook. Well, I caught a smelt on a hook, so I'm one up on you. Give me a gold star <laughs> or a cubby mini mite. <laughs> Charlie and his dad, uh, one of his friends from school, I take it, went to the Grand River Bayous, and they caught bluegills on wax worms and small jigs in about 5 to 10 feet of water. His other buddy, Raj, and his family over the weekend went to Manistee Lake uh, to get away from the snow that was coming down in Michigan, and they said they caught some perch off the 9th Street boat ramp, and pike fishing was better, so they brought some pike fillets home. Thanks for all the packages of stuff that you sent me last week. I will use them as soon as the ice is off the rivers and lakes by my house. Love, your fisher magician Aiden and Hockey Star. Oh, God, the kid's still in the hockey mode. <laughs> and once again, that was brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Okay, let's talk about some fishing report locally. Chicago. Uh, guys are hitting the harbors right now. They really are, uh, because that's really, there's none of the other perch places are worth going to. But so they're hitting the harbors. They're finding pretty good ice. You can pick your uh, permits up for the uh, boat ramp, not boat ramps, but for the pier passes at Henry's at 3130 South Canal Street. Or you can even also get the, your passes for the parking lots at DuSable and Burnham Harbor. Uh, if you're going to fish those two spots, it's a small harbor, so they sometimes fill up. But you can, you know, get out there and get uh, a parking place in downtown Chicago for pretty cheap. Um, they said early morning they did better than midday. Uh, they took a couple of perch in a couple of the harbors. Then it just shut off like somebody threw a switch, Johns. Uh, they took a mixed bag of perch, bluegill, and a couple of rock bass. Uh, one We got one report of someone said they saw a friend caught a lake trout through the ice, but I didn't see it, so I don't believe it. <laughs> that was from our buddy Two Hot Dog Joey that gives me a fishing report that we use on our Facebook page at Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs> Northwest Indiana, uh, Tyree Williams, one of my reporters, said he's going to hunker down until after the snowstorm because it is just ugly, bad, the roads are tell, terrible, the plows haven't got down a lot of those areas, and nobody is out fishing. And as soon as the road opens up to Willow Slough, I'm there, he says. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. All right. Uh, Ren Lake, Southern Illinois. This is sponsored by our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com. Winter temps are still keeping a lot of local anglers off of the lake. It is really hard to fish those areas. So, you know, they get Right now it's cold, but they're looking at 40s next week. But in the early 
upper 20s at night. So you're going to see skim ice if the ice gets melted off. They don't get ice except once every five years. And when they do get it, people kind of go crazy. But that's okay. You know, we'll plan the next week or two to get down there or hear some of our people down there. Uh, but if you're looking for hotels, cabin information, restaurant information, or anything in the, the Rend Lake area at Exit 77, just go to rendlake.com. That's all you got to do. It's real easy. Hey, the forest preserves are in full swing in the Cook County Forest Preserves. Wednesday and Thursday, almost nobody was out there. It was very light fishing. We're expecting the weekend to pick up. And if you're looking for lakes to go fishing in the Cook County Forest Preserves, a couple of things. One, they do not check for ice safety. So you have to check for yourself. Remember that. And they, the ones you can hit are Arrowhead, Axehead, Beck, Baloo, Big Ben, Bodie, South, Bullfrog, Bussy, Maine, Southfoot, Green, Flatfoot, uh, South Flatfoot, uh, Green, Horsetail, Ida, Maple, Papoose, Powderhorn, Saganaski Slough, I like that, Sag Quarry, Tampere, Toitlehead, and Wampum Lake. Um, before the big blow of snow and wind, they were getting a bunch of panfish on Tampere. Pike were still in that northwest corner, but they wanted some meat. So you better have a pretty good-sized minnow. Don't give them a little one. Give them something with meat on there. They like that. Up on the chain of lakes, the ice men have cometh again. They didn't get that much snow up there. I mean, really, the snowstorm was everywhere south of O'Hare Field, okay? But the bluegill, perch, and crappie were taken, and our you know, mentioned we had uh, Phil Pisatello on the phone, and uh, he and one of his friends pulled out a three-pound largemouth and lost a real big one. Took took the rod right into the hole, right down a hole. Well, I hope it was the guy's rod, not Phil's. <laughs> okay, uh, my buddy Derek up in Wisconsin said his friends hit the Madison chain. Perch were hungry, but sizes were all over the place. We did get enough for dinner, uh, but we had to work for him. Monona and Mendota were his two best lakes, and one buddy told him about walleye at night on Mendota, but he says, I have to work at the bakery, so I couldn't go. So I want to see the fish, pictures, and the fillets. <laughs> These guys all learned from me. Uh, Vilas County, uh, bitter cold broke, and a lot of anglers showed up. Northern Pike were very good on many lakes, tip-ups with live bait and uh, action like that, so that was good. Perch were also being taken up on the flats just outside a couple of the areas. Those are all good spots to go. You know, in Wisconsin, they allow you to drive uh, vehicles on the lake. That makes a lot of noise sometimes. you got to watch it. Scare the fish. Oh, the flute is playing. That means we're coming to the end of today's show. And I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from my good buddy, Apensui Majawat. Yep. Haven't heard from him in a while, but we got one from him this week. And it says, the soul would have no rainbows if the eyes had no tears. The soul would have no rainbows if the eyes had no tears. How very very true, Apensui. How very true. You know, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish, the bluegills we're catching, the pike we're catching. We're borrowing it all from our children's children. We'll see you next week on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. <laughs>